0: Tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says I just have to follow that. Because you don't know who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be, who you're gonna be. Welcome to the Bench on Self podcast. My name is Anna, but you can call me Anshi and thank you so much for tuning in. Bench on Self Podcast is about navigating binge eating disorder struggles, disordered eating, and negative body image. Although I share my personal experience with having a negative body image, eating disorders and I do uncover bits of my personal story, this podcast is not as much about me as it is about you beautiful human beings who struggle, who fight, who grow and who evolve every single day. This podcast is for anyone who wants to feel supported on their recovery journey and simply for anyone who's trying to improve their relationship with themselves. I believe together we can turn something so negative, such as binge eating, into something more positive and hopefully go from binging on food and self-hatred to binging on self-love. Subscribe to the Bench on Selva podcast on your favorite platform and tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. But there's something inside of you that says, I just have to follow that because you don't know who you're going to know. Disclaimer Bench on Selva podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It doesn't provide professional medical advice and it is not a substitute for diagnosis or treatment. In this podcast, we covered the topic of eating disorders, so if you find this topic triggering, it may be better for you not to listen to this podcast. Always make sure to put your mental health first. Hello everyone, my name is Anna, but you can call me Anshi, you're listening to the Bench on Salvaf podcast and I'll be your host for today. Happy Tuesday, I hope you are having a great week so far and a big thank you to all of you for tuning in and for joining me today. In this podcast, we have a lot of conversations about eating disorders, body image and disordered eating. I share my experience and my relationship with food, I share my thoughts and things that have helped me on my journey. But one thing that we haven't talked about yet is how do you even realize or how do you even tell that you might be having a problem with food and how do you tell when food becomes a problem. How do you tell that food has become more than just food? How do you tell that having a meal without any significant feeling or negative thoughts preceding or following having that meal is no longer possible? How do you tell that maybe you're using food as a coping mechanism, or as a means of control, or as a punishment maybe? Or simply, how do you tell that your relationship with food is hurting you rather than serving you? I'll talk about that and more in today's episode, so without further ado, let's get into it. Let me start by saying that our relationship with food and with our bodies can become pretty complicated. It shouldn't be, but unfortunately it is. There are many factors that play a role in what our relationship with food is going to be like and how we're going to perceive our bodies. Society, social media, the internet, the onset of idolizing celebrities and influencers, the environment we grew up in, the upbringing, the habits in our families, people we spend time with. All of those are just a few examples of the influences we come across with and that affect our values and beliefs, including those regarding food and body image. From my own experience, I must say that when both food and the visual side of your own body become your biggest enemies, it's a very exhaustive battle to have. And the tricky part about developing a negative relationship with food, with your body, developing an eating disorder or disordered eating, is that it's usually a very unobtrusive process and that it's not always that easy to recognize. If I go out and hang out with my girlfriends, there's usually not a single time we wouldn't talk about our weight or the way we look or about something we don't like about ourselves and about our bodies. I feel like dissatisfaction with how we look, with how much or how little we weight and with how we eat is somehow already normalized in our society. Nobody is surprised when we hear our best friend being mad about gaining a few extra pounds during Christmas time and now she's signing up for a gym membership to try to lose those extra pounds. So in all honesty, it's pretty damn hard to keep a healthy relationship with food and with your body when our self-confidence is continuously being questioned and challenged by social media and by people around us and by the always-changing beauty standards in our society. Some of us grew up in an environment when negative relationships towards one's body or towards eating were daily standards, so we don't know any better. Some of us had a pretty normal relationship with food and it was only much later in their lives that something, some situation or someone may be triggered the negative thoughts and the negative approach towards food and our bodies. Sometimes it can be pretty obvious that you're dealing with disordered eating or an eating disorder or with a negative body image. However, other times you may not even realize that food has become a problem. So I've gathered a few signs that are pretty common for people whose relationship with food may not be the healthiest. I want to point out that the behaviors and things I'll mention may be signs that your relationship with food is not healthy, but they also may not mean nothing at all. Just like with everything in life, there are always two sides of the same coin and it's always necessary to put whatever you're going through in the context of your life. Maybe you've lost some weight and you've been avoiding food, but maybe that's because you're going through some emotionally tense situation, a loss, a change, or anything else, and this may be just the effect, not the cause of it. But on the other hand, maybe you've gone through some tough period in your life and suddenly it started affecting your body image and your diet and you are now cycled in this behavior and you may be struggling with an eating disorder. The scale from not having a healthy relationship with food or your body image to having an eating disorder is very broad. Therefore, if you have any doubts, any suspicion, any feelings that maybe something's not right, never hesitate to consult your situation with a doctor or with a therapist. Life is beautiful, it has so much to offer, and it shouldn't be controlled by food, by our body image, or by an eating disorder. So, what may be some of the signs that food has become a problem? It can be eating in secrecy, avoiding eating in public or avoiding eating in front of your family or friends or your partner this one was the strongest sign for me when I started binging. I would binge hidden in my bedroom, hiding all the food, hiding all the wrappers. I would skip eating together with my dad or my partner, because I was so full from the binge that I physically couldn't eat any more food, but I also wanted to keep pretending that everything was okay and that I wasn't having any issues with food whatsoever. I didn't want anyone to know, I was too ashamed, I didn't want to be judged, I didn't want anyone to point out the amount of food I was eating, so I rather kept it all hidden in my room. I would say that if you have any negative feeling towards eating in front of anyone, that it can be a very strong sign that there's something wrong in your relationship with food. Maybe there's some past trauma maybe there's something going on, maybe it can be a sign of an eating disorder. This brings me to my next point, which is not eating in front of people, but then overeating or binging when you're alone. Again, this is something I used to do all the time. I think it had a lot to do with me still being stuck in the anorexia mindset while being a binge eater. Because I didn't want people to know that I was binging, or let alone eating, so whenever there was a family gathering or some sort of celebration, I would barely touch the food that was there, just to keep my quote-unquote image, however stupid that sounds or is. And then when I left the party, I would stop at the grocery store and I would buy all the food I was avoiding at that party, then I would come home and binge on it. And honestly, that's such an unhealthy behavior to have, because number one, you don't get to enjoy the time with your family and friends, because all you're thinking about is the food you want to have so bad, but you can't, or you tell yourself you can't. And number two, avoiding food and forbidding yourself to eat something you want will only make you want it more. So instead of having what you're craving, you will end up binging on an insane amount of food. Or at least that's been my case. That's what's been happening to me pretty much every single family gathering where I would act like that. A simple trick that has helped me, but that's not that simple to practice, of course, was to give up on that mindset. Enjoy the time at the family gathering or at the party. Eat the food that you crave at that party, just like everybody else. And to my surprise, I no longer felt the need to binge afterwards. I didn't have that urge to compensate that time. I couldn't touch any of that food because I ate whatever I wanted and I felt okay afterwards and I didn't feel the urge or the need to compensate anything. So if you keep noticing this behavior in yourself, it may be a sign that your relationship with food may need some work. Another very common sign of not necessarily just an eating disorder, but disordered eating and negative body image as well, is that all your thoughts are preoccupied with food and your weight. I feel like this one, unlike many other signs, is very easy to notice because you won't have food space in your mind to think about anything else whenever there is food whenever is there is something connected with weight your mind will be popping all of these different thoughts all of these worries all of these different fears all of these different emotions your mind will be consumed by food and by weight and by all of these different worries Obviously, the more we worry about something, the more we tend to think about it. And it's not different when it comes to food and to our weight. I would say that this one goes away gradually in time when you start your recovery and when you learn to perceive food just as food in time. However, I would say this one is pretty common for a lot of people who don't have a healthy relationship with food and who don't have a healthy relationship with their bodies. Another common sign is not necessarily a sign but I would say it's rather something that often contributes to building an unhealthy relationship with food and with body image and that's avoiding certain food groups. Obviously I'm not speaking about avoiding certain food types because of different medical conditions that's necessary no doubt about that however in this case i'm speaking about avoiding certain types of food and certain food groups because of the fear they will make you gain weight because in your mind you put the label quote-unquote unhealthy or quote-unquote bad on them to give you a bunch of examples a lot of us often label carbs and fat as unhealthy Pizza, chocolate, ice cream, burgers, pastry, pasta, all that usually automatically falls into the unhealthy or bad category. I'm not saying we should be eating pizza and chocolate all day every day, but the moment we start to divide food into bad and good, that's the moment we're going to perceive ourselves as bad and as failures for eating food from that quote-unquote bad category. I have a whole entire episode dedicating to why labeling food as good and as bad is not healthy. I will link it in the show notes for you so you can listen to it if that's something you would like to learn more about. If this is something that you notice you've been doing, it may be a sign that your relationship with food and with your body image needs to be worked on. I'm sorry for interrupting, but I just wanted to jump in and remind you that if you like what you're hearing, and if you find this podcast helpful in any way, or maybe you feel less alone in whatever you're going through right now then please don't hesitate to rate and review this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcasting platform. Your reviews help me grow this podcast and spread it to more people who may enjoy it. Also, your reviews are the best direct feedback I can get from you guys. So thank you so much for reviewing this podcast. Now back to the episode. My next point is punishing yourself for eating something unhealthy or bad. Again, quotes on unhealthy and bad. If we eat something that we perceive as unhealthy or bad, that feeling is going to transfer to us and we're going to feel like a bad person for eating that food. Putting labels on food makes us feel like failures if we eat something we shouldn't and it makes us feel like we have a really strong willpower if we don't eat it. I have friends who often say that they have been eating like crap during the weekend, so they now need to work out to undo the damage or something along those lines. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with working out, not at all, but you shouldn't do it to punish yourself. You shouldn't need to feel the need to punish yourself in any way for eating something, that you perceive as unhealthy or bad or even as good or whatever. Food should be food, a diverse and varied fuel to our bodies, where even foods like pizza and ice cream and chips have their place. If you punish yourself in any way for eating something, whether that means exercising, starving, purging or anything else, please consult your situation with a doctor or a therapist because you deserve to love your body and you deserve to enjoy food and you do not need to punish yourself for eating in any way. Another sign can be not listening to your body and purposely avoiding or postponing eating when you feel hungry because you're afraid you will gain weight, or because you don't feel like you deserve to eat, or because it's too late at night and you shouldn't be eating. Our bodies are smart, smarter than us, and they do everything in their power to let us know what they need, and when they need it, and what fuel they need. But the problem is that we've learned not to listen to them, believing we will trick them and we know better. I used to ignore my hunger all the time when I was younger, thinking I will trick my body and I'll just skip a few meals to lose a few extra pounds. The only result I got was my stomach hurting, I pretty much always end up binging because I was so hungry and it led to different digestive problems because I wasn't eating regularly. So if you feel this feeling that you shouldn't be eating, that you don't deserve to eat, or that you will just ignore your hunger because you feel like you know better than your body, I would suggest to, again, rethink your relationship with food and with your body image. Is there space for improving? Our bodies are not doing us any harm on purpose. They need fuel to work and we need to give them the fuel. Being hungry is a natural sign of the body that that they need more fuel. They need the food and we should be giving them the food. Some of the other signs may be being obsessive about food. Whether it means obsessing about when you're going to eat again or what you're going to eat again. And stressing about it and thinking about it all the time. Another common sign can be a fear of your weight and your weight and the number on the scale affecting how you feel that day. If you find that your weight has such a power over you, then I would definitely go visit a doctor or a therapist and share with them your feelings. Another sign can be the amount of stress and anxiety that food or eating food or just thinking about food causes you. Again, food shouldn't be something that causes us stress or anxiety. I remember that for me, the onset of anorexia nervosa, was, which was more than a decade ago, looking at it now, the onset was very sneaky. It started with cutting out certain types of food from my diet to be quote-unquote healthier, Then it turned into cutting out even more food groups to lose weight. Then I would skip a meal every now and then. Then I would eat half of the dinner I would normally eat. Then I would cut out all the sweets, all the sugar things. And before I knew it, the thoughts of food and my weight were consuming my mind pretty much all the time. Similarly, the onset of binge eating disorder started with occasional periods of time when I would just eat way too much food and I wouldn't notice that I was slowly eating more and more food and that the binge sessions were becoming more and more frequent until much later. That's why I think the whole issue with food and body image is so tricky, because it's usually very unobtrusive, it's sneaky, and very often the eating disorder or disordered eating starts with something quote-unquote innocent, such as trying to lose a few extra pounds or something like that. So these are just few of many signs that may indicate that food has become more than just a fuel for you, and that it may be affecting you and your life more than you would like. If you feel like you might be struggling with your relationship with food, or with your body, try to pay attention to your thoughts, your behavior. Are there any triggers when it comes to your eating habits? Is there any behavior that has changed recently? If you have any doubts or worries that you might be having an eating disorder or that food has simply become a problem, never ever feel ashamed to ask for help. It's always better to consult your feelings with a doctor or with a psychologist or a therapist. And please remember to never compare yourself to anyone. A lot of times we're too ashamed and too afraid to ask for help just because we feel and I mean no disrespect, but we often feel like we're not quote-unquote sick enough or suffering enough compared to someone else, so we rather keep the problems to ourselves and don't ask for help. So please never feel that way. You deserve to live life to the fullest without an eating disorder, without a negative body image, and you deserve to feel happy in your own body. Thank you so much for joining me today on the bench on self love podcast. Definitely let me know what else you would like to hear on this podcast. You can DM me on instagram at bench on self love, or you can send me an email at anCI at com. I'll be back next Tuesday with another episode. Until then, take care and talk to you soon. Bye.